to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. blessing that is upon us this afternoon lord we come again once again to hear you we pray lord that you give us of your spirit to lead us and to guide us into this service we thank you lord we love you in the name of jesus amen amen wonderful why don't you clap your hands together for the lord clap your hands wonderful and please be seated I want us to look at our scripture of the week from Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse number 14. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 14. It says, I have seen all the works that are done under the sun. And behold, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. Mercy. Hallelujah. <laughs> it says, I have seen all the works or all the things that are done under the sun. Mm. Now, when the Bible talks about under the sun, it is things done on earth, including mm. everything that you and I are doing. All the things, he said, all the things that are done under the sun, and all of them are vexation. All of them is vanity. All of it is vanity. Now, vanity means meaningless. It is in vain. That is what vanity means, meaningless. And vexation of the spirit, that's full of frustration. In other Mm -hmm. words, it's like chasing after the wind. When you are chasing after the wind, you will never catch it and you get frustrated. And that is how Solomon, the richest man that ever lived, the wisest man that ever lived, this is how he described all the earthly activities in, towards the end of his life. After he had achieved all things, this is the conclusion that he made about achievement, about career, about profession, about wealth, about property, about work about rest, about vacation, about salary, about jobs, about childbirth, raising children, marriage, everything that is under the sun. Mm -hmm. All the things that we do, it says they are vanity or they are meaningless and vexation of spirit or chasing after the wind. Hallelujah. And that is wisdom and A lot of times people come to this conclusion at the end of their lives. When you are dying, that is when you look back for all the toil, all the things that you have done to see how meaningless all of these are. And the only thing that you find useful is the works that you did for the Lord. And the Bible says, and these works do follow you. They are the works that follow you. Hallelujah. Well, we want to share the word of God for the few minutes that we have. And I want you to just pay attention. We are not going to be long. It's just going to be a short message 
We don't have the time, all the time. So we're going to share the word for a short time and then we will close. It's our church preach. Now, um, I am sharing again, we are continuing um, on our message on wise as serpents, what it means to be as wise as serpents. And today we are continuing to share from the book. This is the book of the year. This is the book that every member of the UD is to be reading this year. So you have to have a copy. Do you understand? Now, I want to say that, listen very carefully. I said, I just need your attention for a few minutes. So whatever you're doing, just stop, listen for a few minutes. Everything that we say from this pulpit, everything that we say is very important. Do you understand? Even the thing that you laugh about is very important. So just a few minutes and then we'll be done. But what I'm saying is that this book is a very important book. It's a very valuable book. And I think it is worth buying it and owning it and reading it and meditating on the words that are in the book. You see, unless you set your heart to read it and meditate on it, you will not get a blessing. Um, those of you who have the book already, I believe last week when we were reading chapter four, you may have wondered if you have read it before. You understand? You probably may have wondered, is it the same chapter that you read? And it's because you didn't meditate on it. You understand? And I tell you, it is loaded with wisdom. And if you meditate on it, it will really help you. It will help you and it will change you. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So buy it. Buy it. You can buy it on your iPad, on your any other tablet, on your computer. Just go on Amazon and then just buy it. It's worth it. We spend money on so many things except the things that are important. We understand. And sometimes you need someone to point out to you something that is very important. So this is an important thing to own and I encourage you to have it. So today we are sharing from chapter five, chapter five, and it is serpents are masters at overcoming handicaps. Amen. Serpent, uh, serpents, I said shepherds. <laughs> serpents are masters at overcoming handicaps. Amen. Okay. Now I want us to read our foundational scripture for this whole message, which is taken from Matthew chapter 10 and verse 16. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 16. If you'll help us, please. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 16. It says, okay, if you can give us the um, King James Version, please. It says, behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Now, this small, this small scripture or verse in the Bible is brought so much revelation that it is worth a whole book, you see. And that is what it is. Today, the prophet was saying, unless you meditate on the word, you go deeper into it, you will not receive anything. And the same thing with the book. 
If you don't meditate on it, you will not get anything from it. So meditate on the word. Now, here is something that Jesus said. He says, be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And through this book, through this word, we are sharing so many things. Okay. And today we are sharing that serpents are masters at overcoming handicaps. Okay. So serpents are wise. If Jesus says we should be as wise as serpents, then there's some wisdom in serpents. True. The wisdom, there's some wisdom in snakes that we need to learn. If Jesus says be as wise as serpents, it means you are already not as wise as serpents. True. You understand? It means you are not as wise as snakes. So you are going to be. And the way to be is to study the serpent or study the snakes. Hmm. And then you become wise as them. You can learn something from their behavior, from their activities, and so many. And that is what we are doing. Okay. Yeah, now, for here we want to read a scripture from Revelation chapter 2 and verse 7. Overcoming handicaps. Overcoming handicaps. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 7. It says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Him now, we are reading the book of Revelation, and the book of Revelation um, is Paul as Jesus' revelation to John through the angel. Do you understand? This is a deep revelation. If you read Revelation chapter 1 and verse 1, maybe let's quickly look so you understand what is coming. The subsequent scriptures, Revelation chapter 1 and verse 1, it says, The revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Do you see? And then verse 2 says, Who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Hallelujah. So this is... This is the sum, this is introduction to this book. It's a revelation that Jesus gave to John through the angel. Okay. And this is so now it was messages that he was giving. And the chapter that we are reading here, there were letters that were being written or addresses that were being given to the various churches that were in Asia then. Okay. There were different churches in different places and different messages were sent to these churches. And some of these uh, messages are what we are reading or these extracts is what we are reading here. And so Revelation chapter 2 and verse 7, it was a part of the message that was sent to the church of Ephesus. Okay. Are you listening? Yes. That's right. This scripture that we are reading here was a message that was sent to the church of Ephesus. And it says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God, okay? The next one was 
a part of a message that was sent to the church in Smyrna in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 17. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 17. It says, He that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, to him that overcometh, will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that received it. Okay, so he, he's giving things to the churches, and there's a condition which we are going to look at. And then the next one was a, a letter um, I mean, that, uh, that was written also to um, the Laodicean church. And it's in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 21. An extract of Revelation uh, of a message to the Laodicean church. Here it says, To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame. And I'm set down with my father in his throne. Hallelujah. Amen. So now you see that the Lord is promising various rewards to these churches. He's promising various rewards. But each of this reward, each of these rewards, he comes with something to overcome. Do you understand? Yes. Each of the rewards comes with to overcome something. Do you see the re- what was recurring in all of these rewards? A condition to overcome. He says, to him that overcometh, I will I give to eat of the tree of life. To him that overcometh, will I give to eat of the tree of the of the uh, to eat of the hidden manna. And then he says, to him that overcometh, will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and was set down with my father in his throne. So he's promising them various rewards, but they all come with something to overcome first before you get a reward. You ought to overcome something. Do you see? So being a Christian does not mean that everything will be given to you on a silver platter. Okay? Being a Christian does not mean just pray and you receive everything. Mm. You ought to overcome certain things. Do you understand? You ought to overcome certain things. And you realize that in this life, if you are ever going to go up, you are ever going to go to the next step, you have to overcome something. True. Do you understand? You always have to overcome something. So you must overcome a hurdle to go to the next stage. Hallelujah. Amen. And now the various churches were having different difficulties. If you read, if you have a chance, I will encourage you, read the various letters or various messages that were sent to the various churches. You will realize that they were all encountering different problems, different issues. And they were also having certain um, strength in different areas. Do you understand? So different churches in different places were having different problems and different strengths. And he was admonishing them to overcome some of these weaknesses that they had. Okay. And he was promising them rewards that the churches 
or anyone who heareth this message and overcometh them, the weaknesses, these rewards are yours. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. I think I'm helping you that now when you read Revelation, it will kind of make it easier for you to appreciate what you are reading and to understand. Okay. So this is what he was doing. Different churches in different places have different problems. Okay. They have different problems. And for instance, churches in Ghana or churches in Jamaica, for instance, or churches in um, Dominican Republic or Togo or something like that, they all have different problems. True. Do you understand? Yeah. They have different problems. If you take, for instance, churches in, you know, where I come from, for instance, they have poverty and the problem that they have is telling truth. Do you understand? People lie easily. They tell lies. But they have strength in prayers. They pray. Mm. They pray powerfully. People who have not gone to school, when they stand up to pray, they pray with power. They pray powerfully. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Old and young people. I mean, if you call somebody, you have done some good to the person and you call the person, the prayer that the person will pray for you, you you feel that prayer. I mean, the, the prayer is powerful. So these people, they pray powerfully. You know, they serve God. They go to churches. They fill churches. But they have weakness. They tell lies. And it's because of where they are and the problems that are there. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. But it doesn't give the excuse to continue in the problem. If you are going to have certain rewards, you have to overcome these problems. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, sir. For instance, churches in the U.S., for instance, you know, they have, you know, they have something to eat. They have places to sleep. They have food, clothes to wear. And so people are proud. Do you understand? There's a lot of pride in people. And they, you, you have to beg them even to come to church. You are preaching. And so they, 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 they are prayerless people. Take your time. They don't pray. Mm. They don't care about God because they, they, they feel they don't need God. And that, that problem that is in the area affects you also as Christians. Mm. Do you understand? Yes. Some of you, when you were in a certain place where mm. the particular problem there was different, you were very prayerful. And then you move to another place where there's prayerlessness. You don't need to pray for food. You don't need to pray for where you sleep. You don't need, you don't need to pray for what you will wear. You have so many shoes. Whereas there was a time where you have very few shoes and you have to repair them. Women will repair shoes. Have you, I mean, think about it. Right now, have you repaired any shoe in the last 10 years? Have you, no. have you taken a pair of shoes to be repaired? <laughs> Give me a wave if you have. You see, all the women, only one or two people have repaired their shoes. Hey. You see, or three. Even those ones. Sure. But there was a place where holes will come in your shoe and then you have to take it for repairs. Mm. <laughs> or some of you didn't own 
You don't own shoes. You were trying to use your mother's and your grandmother's old shoes that has become sort of, you're making it to be fashion. You understand? But you don't have that problem. When you had that problem, you were a very prayerful person. Because that was the problem there. You were humble. You see? So people in those areas were very humble. And you move to another area and you are filled with pride. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You are filled with pride. Divorce is in your mouth. You easily say, I'm divorced. I'm moving. I'm going. You understand? Because you feel you can be independent. Mm. You understand? You, 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 your treatment and your, your relationship is different. People in that area, the way they relate to their husbands, to their wives, they are different from in this area where there's so much pride. Yeah, are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That's right. But they also have a, an advantage, a strength of giving. They give. Do you understand? When it comes to giving to support a church, they give. But they are prayerless people. Mercy. And so Jesus was writing these, was giving these messages to the various churches in different places. I mean, the church in the U.S., for instance, I can relate it with the church in Laodicea. Look at it. Let's go back to Revelation chapter 3 and verse 14, for instance. You look. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 14. You see, so I'm showing you that different churches in different places have different strengths and different weaknesses. Do you see? Here he says, and unto the angel of the church, angel of the church means the pastor of the church. So I am, for instance, an angel of the church. Say amen. 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 Why are no. you not saying amen? amen? Amen. I love it. So he says, and unto the angel of the church of the Laodicean, write. These things say the amen. Amen is the Lord. These things say the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. You see, that's typical of Christians in the U.S. They are neither cold nor hot. When sinners are flowing, they flow. When Christians are flowing, they flow, they go to drink and then they come to church. You know, they, they fit in all kinds of atmosphere. They wear anything they want. They can expose their breasts if it needs to be that, you know, I'm going to a party. I'm a Christian. I'm having a wedding and I can expose my breasts. It, it, I mean, it's, it, it works here because this is the norm of the place. You don't understand what I'm sharing with you. Why are you looking at me like that? I do. I'm with you 100% on this journey. Okay. So they they fit in. They are like that. Neither hot nor cold. And it says, I would thou were cold or hot. Mm. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spill thee out of my mouth. The next verse. It says, because thou sayest, I am rich. You see, are you hearing me? Because thou sayest, I am rich and increase with goods. I have the life. You know, I have, I have a job. You know, I, nobody pays my rent. I pay my own rent. You know, church too is it by force. I mean, if you lose your job, you have unemployment. The government will give you unemployment. You don't need yes. the church. You don't need, come on, leave me alone. You called me last time. You called me the other night. I said, I will come to the church. Is it by force? You know, 
you, 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 it's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, that I'm disturbing you. You know, I'm sorry. You know, we are in America, okay? You know, that is how you're, you're not saying it, but that is your attitude. Mm. Mm. And we say, I am rich and increased with goose. Because when you open your closet, the ties that you have, the suits, you know, your shirts, you used to have three shirts. The neck were broken. You know, now you, you have so many shirts. Some of them, you don't even know where they are. Look at your dresses. You have so many dresses. Dresses that you have not worn for the last five, six years, you have not touched. And is there mm. when you take it? Hey, you, I still have this. I forgot about all. You see, you never forgot what you owned before. At all. But you are saying, I am rich and I am increased with goods and have need of nothing. Mercy. And knowest not that thou art wretched. You don't know. You don't know that you are wretched. Mercy. Are you listening to me? Yes, is it not the American church? Oh, yeah. You are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Mm. And he says, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich, real riches and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear Amen. and anoint thine eyes with I slave, that thou mayest see. You see? And because of the riches and all of these things that you have in this place, you know, you don't care about so many things. You don't care about the things of God. And so these are churches in different places with different problems. I believe if you read very well and you meditate, you see where you come from, the church fits in one of the descriptions also. 100%. 100%. You see. You're a good pastor. Keep so going. this is what was being written to them. And you need to overcome. Even though you live in that environment where the church is, mm. you have to overcome these weaknesses that they had Amen. to receive the reward that the Lord had for you. Amen. Okay. So there were handicaps that ought to be overcome. And mm. serpents are wise because they overcome their handicaps. And so if we are being directed to be wise as serpents, we want to learn what handicaps they have and how they overcome these handicaps. Say amen. Wow. Amen. I, I love how you are teaching. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, take your time. Now, what is handicap? A handicap is something that severely limits you. Mm. Something that severely limits you. You know, like you don't have any education, so you are limited to certain type of jobs. You see, so that is, for instance, a handicap, mm. something that limits you. A handicap is something that makes you different from others. You see, it makes you, it sets you different from others. It becomes a handicap just because you are different from others. It becomes a handicap. Have you realized that? Oh yes. Just because you are a real Christian, you know, and you don't do certain things, handicap. and you are among them, you feel handicapped. Yeah, you can't do certain things. Mm, okay. Or you don't understand what I'm sharing with you. We do. You are teaching. 
a handicap is a disadvantage that makes success more difficult. Mm. Mm. When you are placed in a certain disadvantage, that mm. succeeding makes it very difficult. difficult. Wow. Do you understand? Sometimes even your accent, okay, oh. the way you speak, you are trying to start a business. Maybe it's a telephone business, something online or telephone business. And where you are and the customers that will call you, your accent becomes a limit to make you successful. It's a limitation. Do you understand? When you speak, they don't understand. And so they hang up and your business starts going down. Not that you are not good. At the business. Do you understand? Preach on. So certain handicaps, it says a handicap is a physical or social disability that Mm. makes your participation in the ministry more difficult. That's where you come from. You realize that certain type of people don't listen to your messages or they don't come to your church. True. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, when you are as wise as a serpent, you will be able to master all your handicaps and turn them around for your good. Hallelujah. Snakes are the most severely handicapped animals on the earth because they do not have limbs. Do you know that? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They do not have limbs. Or you don't know what are limbs? We do. Legs. Legs and hands. They are limbs. They don't have one. Okay. Snakes don't have limbs. They don't have legs. They don't have hands. Mm. Okay. So snakes have poor eyesight. So I'm showing you some of their handicaps. Mm. Snakes don't have limbs. They don't have feet. They don't have fingers. And they also have poor eyesight. Wow. And so they have heat sensors that can pick up vibrations. That is how they sense objects around them. Wow. When they, that is how they sense what is approaching them. They, they are, their eyesight are poor. Snakes have no movable eyelids. Wow. So you see, snakes always turn their head like this to look. They cannot move their eyes like you. You can look straight and you turn your eye like this, look up and down. They can do that. They don't have movable eyelids. Mm. Snakes also have no external ears, like the ears that you have. They don't have that. Mm. So they are deaf and yet they are able to sense things. Mm. Snakes can pick up vibrations from the ground. Hallelujah. So you see, because of the sin, we we don't know how snakes were like before. Mm. You understand? But if you read the book of Genesis, in Genesis chapter 3, you see, because of the sin that came, curse also came upon the snake, the man, and the woman. Mm. Are you listening to me? I want you to pay attention. I'm preaching a very important message. Very important. Because of sin, curse came upon the snake, upon the man, and upon the woman. Mm. So we don't know how, how snakes were, but one of the curses that came upon snake was that you will crawl on your belly. Mm. So maybe snakes used to have hands or limbs mm. and feet, yeah. but after the curse, they lost them. 
and they say you will crawl on your belly. Mm. Do you see? So the inner potential, are you listening to me? Yes. The inner potential of who God made you to be is there. The curse came upon the snake. The curse came upon man. The curse came upon the woman. The inner potential, what God made you to be, is there. there. Your sin is what brought a curse upon you. Now, if you are able to overcome the sin, you can also overcome the curse. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, Rev. So if you master, if you are able to get this wisdom, you realize that there are a lot of handicaps that are in your life, but through wisdom, you can overcome them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So the snake has the inner potential to overcome and develop. And so he has become a master. Of this wisdom Hmm. of overcoming its handicaps. So in spite of these handicaps that the snakes have, they have become the most successful predators on earth. Very successful predators. Hmm. They live and flourish where no other wild animal can live. Hmm. They have worked around their handicaps, not having legs, and not having fingers, not having feet, and they are able to go anywhere. Wow. Snakes are able to go anywhere. True. They can climb trees. Mm. They can swim. Do you know that? Oh, yes, I saw one before. <laughs> yes, they can swim. They can even fly. Snakes can fly. They fly from one tree to the other. Wow. And they have no wings. Snakes can move equally well on the ground. And they can move under the ground. They can move in thick undergrowth. They can move on the trees and they can move in the water. These are animals that have no limbs, no wings. Mm. They are just like some tubes. And they can move like that. You see, what a wonderful success story this is. Wow. So in spite of not having legs, not having arms or ears, snakes have been able to do what other wild animals are not able to do. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. They can do what many wild animals cannot do. You see, so most Christians also need to pick up this wisdom because many Christians are handicapped. Most ministers of the gospel are handicapped one way or the other. And we need to remember that a handicap is a limitation that makes it more difficult to be successful. So you not overcoming your handicap, you are, you are, limiting your ability to be successful because the main thing about handicap is that it puts you in a situation where you will not be successful Mm. are you understanding what i'm sharing with you most ministers of the gospel are limited and so are many christians Mm. 
they are limited in one way or the other. Now, these handicaps or limitations present themselves to everyone. Everyone. Everyone is under a curse. Everyone has handicaps. You are not the only one. Different people with different handicaps. But you have the potential to overcome the handicaps. And you need to overcome your handicaps to go forward in life. Hallelujah. Amen. Your duty is to be as wise as serpents and overcome your handicaps. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, whatever handicap you are, I was reading something and then there's a statement that they made. They say the physical disabilities are only as limiting as you perceive them to be. So whatever handicap you are, they are only as limiting as you perceive them to be. Snakes have become one of the wildest animals. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And very successful. And if you have any handicap that is preventing you from moving forward, you need to identify the handicap and face it and rise up to overcome the handicap. Amen. You are teaching. You know, I know someone who had a handicap in mathematics. You know what is mathematics? Someone had a handicap in math. And because of that, it turned the person off from moving forward in education. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Now, this person rose up and decided, I will face this math. How many people have handicap with math? You see, a lot of people, a lot of people. And because of that, many people don't even, because wherever you go, whatever you want to do, then they bring the math again. So you say, let me just stay my somewhere. Let me leave this alone and be free. You try to dodge and then you say, okay, let me go into maybe nursing. And then they bring math. What is math to do with medicine, giving drugs and taking doctor's orders? And, and then you want to go to radiology technician and then they bring the math again. You want to go and do some other course, they bring the math again. What else do they do? Social studies, social science, they bring the math again. I mean, you want to be just a social worker. Social worker, what math again? Then they have to bring the math again. Human resources, you want to just take people's resume and look at them and post them and send letters and this, they bring the math again. So this math has become, and that, for that reason, you have limited yourself to just, I will work at my Macy's and no ask for them. The only math I do is a register. You punch in 10 times this is this, and machine will give you no problem. You see, so this person, math was a big problem. But this person was able to rise up and to learn math and to know math And then this person went ahead and realized that, ah, now the person is now a math tutor. Wow. Wow. And has finished college. Wow. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So you see, unless you rise up, you'll be limited. You'll stay in the same place. So whatever handicap, it is just putting you in a spot where you cannot go forward. Mm. Mm. And I tell you, There's a potential in you. You have the potential. The snake was cursed to crawl on a belly and to be crushed, the head to be crushed. If that was just that the snake accepted that, by this time, there will be no snakes. 
Do you see how it says that the, the, the seed of the woman shall bruise your head? Now, anywhere you see a snake, you want to bruise the head. True. But the snake has learned to survive. Learn to fly when he sees you. Learn to go in the water and swim when he sees you so that you will never get to bruise the head. And also move very fast. <laughs> Learn to move very fast. Snakes, you see a snake, there's a little tree, the snake goes around you, you can't find it. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? So the snake has developed. And I'm telling you, if you are in the midst of people who want to destroy you, people who have created certain handicap for you because of your, your, your language, because of your, where you come from, because of your skin color, because it says that be ye wise as serpents and you need to be wise as serpent to overcome them. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Whatever handicap you have, how many can say that you have some handicap in something that is standing in your way and preventing you from moving forward? Yes, you are the one I'm talking to. And I'm prophesying to you that you will rise up to overcome the handicap. There is nothing that is beyond you. There is no handicap that is beyond you. The Lord says, be as wise as serpents and rise up and you will overcome this handicap. Amen. Greater is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Whatever handicap it is out there in the world, posing as a barrier for you from moving forward, there is something greater in you. I am telling you, if you are born again, that potential that God placed in you before the curse, it is rising up. You can rise up and you can overcome the handicap. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So, snakes have developed. They have developed, they have become the, one of the wisest animals. The wisdom of the serpent is to refuse to succumb to the handicap that you face. You don't succumb to the handicap and give in. To succumb means you give in to it and you accept it, you welcome it, and you are living with it. Hallelujah. You need to rise up above the handicap. You need to rise up above the limitation and go forward. Hallelujah. Amen. Serpents use the fact that they do not have legs to hide effectively. Mm. They can hide effectively. That is why a snake can live near you and you will never know. You will never know. Serpents have developed special techniques for legless movement mm. to move without legs. Mm. And they move very effectively. And they move very fast. Mm. So the feared black mamba, I believe you have heard of the black mamba. Yes. It's one of the, the fiercest animals. Mm. The feared black mamba can move as fast as a 100 meter sprinter. Wow. Can you imagine? So if the black member was given the opportunity, something that is supposed to be a limit or a handicap that was given to it, that can make the black member an Olympic champion. So what I'm saying is that your handicap, if you rise up above the handicap, you can become a champion Amen. in that handicap. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. You will become a champion. Hallelujah. 
Amen. You say you are afraid of math. You can become one of the wildest computer scientists if you rise up above the handicap. Amen. Many of you should go back to school. Don't let math keep you from getting your nursing degree. Don't let the math keep you from getting your computer science degree. Don't let the math keep you from getting your social studies, social science, social worker degree. Don't let math keep you down. Amen. Hallelujah. You can do it. Don't let pharmacology prevent you from becoming a nurse. Because other people say, this is difficult. This is difficult. That is difficult. Math 101. What are the math things? 101. You have stayed in math 101 and you have been afraid, afraid, afraid. This math 101. Math 202. Math 203. Math 101. You, you come back again. Then you... Come on, rise up. You can do it. You can do it. Take the help you need and you can do it. Face it and you can move forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe I'm prophesying to somebody. Yes. If you receive it, you'll jump over your handicap. Hallelujah. Don't let, don't be intimidated by the handicap. Mm. Amen. If you are wise as serpent, you will not sit and mourn about your lack of resources. Mm. You see, animal that was cursed to be on the ground and was the cause of all the sins and curse and crawling. Today, snakes are one of the fierce animals. I believe you heard when the bishop was sharing that there was um, a, a monkey and um, a, a, in a glass. They put a monkey in a glass um, room and then they brought a snake behind the glass in another room with a gla- in a glass. And then when the monkey, which has never seen a snake before, you see, monkey that has never seen snake before, has never seen what snakes can do, the potential of snake, the moment the monkey saw the snake, it was agitated. So there is some inner fear in the monkey, I mean, in the, in the snake, something that will frighten other animals. He has become one of the fiercest animals Look, I was trying, I said, for this message, I was trying to even get some videos to show you certain things. When I pick up some of the videos, even myself, just the video, as I was watching, I said, I can't watch this. I just turn it off. Just the video, because it was late night, and I'm, I, turn, I, I Google some snake things. I said, I, let me look at an encounter between a snake and a lion. Man, when I saw the snake, the way the snake was bringing the head coming around, I, I, I said, this night, I cannot be watching this and then go to sleep. And, you see, the pastor was now even afraid of the snake. Oh. I tell you, I said, I can't watch this. In the video, just the video, not live. Then I said, let me Google. They said, thousand cobras together. Hey. And then when I Google thousand cobras together, the video that came, they said, you know the thing that they said? They said, if you are afraid of snake, don't open this video. <laughs> and then I closed it. I didn't even open it. You, you can try. Go and try. <laughs> you are laughing at me. You go and try. Do you understand? So snakes, which are supposed to be cursed and crawl, they have become feared animals that even in their video, you are afraid of them. Mm. You are afraid of them. Lions, when they see the black mamba, they turn away. 
buffaloes, when they see the black mamba, even ahead of them, together, when they see a black mamba, lift his head like this, they all turn away. They run. Big, big animals. They see the black mamba, they run. A deer which is born and maybe hiding with the mother has never seen a snake before. When he sees a snake, he will run. Mm. Somebody understand what I'm sharing with you. Sometimes even they say it's a garden snake. They don't bite. They don't have any poison. They don't have this. They don't have this. You see people chasing to kill them. You say, I don't care. I don't care. This snake must die. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I tell you. Snakes that some people would hold as a pet. Oh, no. Some people, they have some experience with snakes, I tell you. They will take care of the snake immediately. So if you are as wise as a serpent, you will not sit and moan about your lack of resources or any other handicap that you have. You need to rise up above your handicaps. Hallelujah. Some of you moan and cry about handicaps. You cry about because your father and your mother were not together. That is why you have become like this. And now you have accepted this, that this was a limitation in my life. And because I didn't see an experience like this, I can't move forward. I tell you, you have to rise up above this handicap and you will live a very cheerful, successful, happy life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, there are certain things in life, and eh? there are certain things in life, they are very devastating. They are very devastating. Perhaps you were a young woman, a young girl, and you were, you were abused in a way. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You were abused in a way, you were touching appropriately, but I'm telling you that as a born again Christian, you can settle in that handicap and say, because when I was 12 years old, when I was 10 years old, one of my cousins, one of my brothers, one of uh, my neighbors touched me here, did this here, did that here, and that is why I can go out. That is why I can do this. That is why I can do this. I am telling you that there is a potential in you, despite this drastic and miserable and unfortunate event that you have encountered as a child, you can rise up and overcome the handicap. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You can rise up and overcome the handicap. You know, young boys were also abused in a way. Do you understand? Many young boys were also abused. But you see, it is not so magnified about boys because it is equal. If, I mean, some, um, you hear some young people who said that when they were this age, one of the, the sisters in their neighborhood did this to them, did this to them, did this to them. They didn't even know what they were doing. Touch them here, touch them there. But you see, it is not so magnified about boys growing up, becoming men, and then finding out that, oh, when you were a child, were you touched in a way, were you abused in a way? It's not so magnified, so it has not become a limitation. But I'm telling you that when you magnify a limitation, it limits you from where, how far you can go. Mm. Mm. Wow. You are preaching. 
When you hear, you know, on the news, someone comes on the news and they are talking about young girls that were abused, they have deficiency in learning. Young girls that were abused, they have problems in marriage. Young girls that were abused, they have problems in business. They can't do this. They can't do that. And then you say, ah, that's why I can't do this. That is why I'm always struggling in the marriage. That is why I'm doing this. And you accept that you will continue to be in that handicap. The handicap will be a, a limitation to your marriage. It will be a limitation to your progress at work. It will be a limitation to your performance. It will be a, a limitation to your education. It will limit your happiness. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm saying that, yes, these are tragic things that have happened in life. But you have a potential in you. The Christ in you is greater than anything that has happened to you in life. The Christ in you is above every abuse. He's above every difficulty that you encountered. Hallelujah. Some people say, you know, because my father, you know, in my background, you know, nobody in my my, my background, I mean, my family, nobody married. No, I mean, and continuing the marriage, everybody was divorced. Everybody was this. Everybody was that. And that is why my marriage, I know I'm going to be divorced. If you keep saying that you are going to be divorced. But I'm telling you that you can also stay in a marriage and say, everybody was like this, but I am not because Christ is in me. I will be as wise as a serpent. I have a handicap, but I will stay married. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, Daddy. Wonderful. So overcome your handicap and identify them and rise up to overcome them. Don't magnify it. Don't magnify it. Because your father didn't take care of you when you were a child, you, you, you have narrowed everything to that. Everything to that. Many people have handicaps. Many people have, everyone, everybody has a handicap. True, true. I said, when I asked that, if you have a handicap, lift your hand. I lift, I'm lifting two hands. I have handicap. But you have to rise up above the handicap. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Because where I come from, nobody has gone to university before. Nobody was able to, in my family, no one went to university. You know, I tried, I was trying, but you know, it's in our family. You know, nobody, and you'll be like that. Look, next time I will show you, it, maybe you have the time because we will not have the time for the service to do that. But when you, when we finish, Go on the internet and Google 10 most successful handicapped people and see, see what people have done with handicaps that you don't have even a, a tinge of. You say you have handicap. Look at what people have done with real handicap. You know, the, um, the, the, um, the CEO of Ikea. You know Ikea, the store? The CEO, he has dyslexia. He cannot study with words. He can't. He had problem when he was in school. And he's a billionaire today. There's a pastor in Australia. When I Google, he came up. He's no limbs. You, our time is up. I cannot share a lot of things to you. But you go, go and search and Google. 
10 most successful, you can Google most successful, well, most successful handicapped persons in the, mm. and then see the handicaps, look at their videos, look at the things that they have done. And I'm telling you that Christ is in you and you can even go higher. Don't let where you come from limit you. Don't let your color limit you. Sometimes you find yourself sitting in a certain place and when you look around, you say, how did I get here? You got here because you rose up above your handicap. Hallelujah. Anything that has become a limitation, anything that has put you on a halt, that it cannot make you move forward. I am prophesying to you that you have a potential to rise up and overcome that and move forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to see many of you going back to school, many of you moving forward, many of you acquiring your degrees, many of you attaining. I'm prophesying over you and I'm saying that you have become millionaires and you are going to become these millionaires through the overcoming of these handicaps. Amen. And I will see this practically in this church. Amen. If you will take this wisdom. Put Amen. your hands together. Let's bring this service to a close wow. now. Wow. And perhaps we'll continue next time wow. we meet. Stand to your feet and let us pray. Father, we are grateful and thankful. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for this great revelation. We thank you, Lord, for directing us and pointing us to the wisdom of the serpent. Father, we are truly grateful. We thank you. And we pray, Lord, that you continue to reveal to us the wisdom of the serpent. In the name of Jesus. Make us wise. Make us wise. Give us divine wisdom. In the name of Jesus. Make us wise as serpents. In the midst of wolves. Father, may we prevail. Our workplaces, in schools, at home, wherever we are, in our marriages. Father, give us wisdom to prevail in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Now, with all eyes closed, every head bowed, if you are not born again, you want to give your life to Christ, I want to pray with you. You are saying, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus Christ into my life. I want to welcome Christ into my life. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Christ. If that is your prayer, wherever you are, just lift up your hand and say this prayer with me. And everyone join in. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I have sinned against you. I have sinned against you. I do not qualify to be called one of your children. I do not qualify to be called one of your children. Now today, this afternoon. Now today, this afternoon. I come before you. I come before you. With a heart of repentance. With a heart of repentance. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your blood. I welcome you into my life. I welcome you into my life. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Please write my name in the book of life. I want to serve you. I want to serve you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen.